Have you ever sat around and thought to yourself, where can I go to find a good podcast to listen to? Well, never fear. Head on over to the Podbean app and search for Movie Guys Podcasts. There you'll find the unofficial hub for the Be Real Podcasting Network. You'll find great shows like Hey, I Like That Game, the Movie Guys Podcast, and this little dandy for your distraction. Just head on over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. Officially, um, well, I'm not an ichthyologist, but I believe they do. But I know there's some sharks, like, because I watch Shark Week all the time, like the black tip reef shark has to constantly keep moving or it drowns. That, that it has to keep going over their gills. Yeah. So even when they're sleeping, they're swimming. I was just curious about it because uh custodian at a local college here, and I recently moved to the science building mm-hmm. uh, out of the dorms, thank God. Uh, and I was going in one of the professor's offices and was it PLAC? No, it wasn't. I'm not even in his area. Um, but I was going in one of the professor's offices and he has an aquarium in there. And every morning when I go in there early in the, like we're talking like three, four, five o'clock in the morning to empty his garbage. I never see any fish in there, but I've gone later in the day when the sun has come up and the fish are all out and about swimming. So I, was, I thought about it, I was like, do fish sleep? Like, do, were they just kind of like hanging out underneath one of the sandcastles or something and just kind of sleeping? That's a great question. I'm sure I'm sure they do. Like, they're living things. They have to rest. I just don't know how they sleep. I mean, there's one of two things you can do, Adam, here. You can ask our listeners, if anybody out there knows the answer to this question, they can send us an email for your distraction at gmail.com or get a hold of us on social media. Or you can pick up that smart device you have right next to you and Google it. I, I, mean, I mean, where's what, the fun in that, What though? year is this? But where's the fun in that? Like, wh- Are what, we Amish? What happened to conversation, huh, Scott? It's <laughs> like, hey, you know, do fish sleep? Well, I don't know. And you have this back and forth yeah. conversation. And you're just like, well, just look it up, dude. I, I, I don't got, nobody's got time for this bullshit. So, so I will answer, I don't know, but I'm going to go with yes. Go with yes. So, just like, do birds have teeth? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That do, see that fish sleep. If if we just looked it up, yeah. that whole bit would be would have been done with, and it would have lasted about five minutes. So, who would win in a fight, a shark or an alligator? Um, that's a very good question. I think we need to have a cage match. What about a crocodile? Does it matter? I think it depends on the type of shark. Yes. Well, I mean, if you're talking like a little tiny shark, then yeah, shark's not going to win. But are we talking like great white versus a crocodile or something? Like, what are we talking? I'm going with shark, but I think most people would say gator. Really? I think so. I mean, but I don't know. Hey. I mean, the shark is the lord of the under or the underwater. The underworld. I was gonna say the underworld. The underworld. I watched lord Di- of the underworld. I watched Disney's Hercules. Uh, great movie. Earlier, so, can you go the distance? Can you? No, I, I can't go uh, the uh, distance. Uh, he can though. Well, you know what? Speaking of uh, underwater sea creatures, Adam. Yes. Um, I was looking at. I was listening to a podcast, and there's a podcast I'm I'm a big fan of. They're friends of ours. They're also a member of the Be Real Podcast Network. the The Basement Condition. Familiar? Yes. Good guys. Good guys. 
So they they posed a question on one of their podcasts. They were doing a uh, a top five of their favorite uh, sea monsters in movies or just sea creatures in movies. And that got me thinking, what are ours? So right now I'm going to steal a bit from them and I'm giving them credit so it's not really stealing. We're going to do our top five sea creatures in movies. You ready, Adam? I'm as ready as I'm ever going you, to be. You look of a sourpuss on your face. Like, I don't have, I'm, I'm not a sour look. It's just, it's not, it's not a list that... I was easy uh, for me to make simply because I don't watch a lot of underwater movies and I don't go in for that. Cause you don't even like to swim. No, I, well, I don't know how to swim, but <laughs> I don't watch a lot of movies because well, like, some people watch those movies because they're like, oh, you know, they're going to be underwater and there's going to be a shark and it's going to be an intense, you know, thrill, thrill ride. It's going to be scary like Jaws, something like that. And I'm, I, I'm of the nature of like, just stay out of the water. You're scared of the shark? Don't go in the water. You know the shark can't come out of the water, right? Don't go out of the water. So. Okay. All right. So that's why I don't get scared of, you know, underwater movies like that. So I know when we do our lists here, you always like, all right, I came up with five, but in no particular order, here I go. Yep. And that's bullshit, man. So uh, when I do my order, I have a one through five. I put them like in... in Ascending order. So I'm going to go in my order here. Lowest to highest. And I'm going to start with number five. And that would be the Jaguar shark from The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Fair enough. The Jaguar shark, man. That one one slipped my mind. (laughs) Yeah. That's on Netflix now. Is it really? Yeah, no. I, th- I saw it on Netflix. I yeah. mean, I own it, but yeah, I, it's but still it's great. Convenience, man, convenience. Yeah. That's why digital movies are so good. Convenience. Oh, big fan of those. So, the Jaguar Shark, that <laughs> is my number five. If you haven't seen the Wes Anderson film starring Bill Murray and Owen Wilson, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, definitely I'm going to find the shark, yeah. I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> What's scientific about that? Revenge. <laughs> That's a that's a pretty good pick. Okay, what do you got? Um, I guess I would have to go the shark from Deep Blue Sea, or uh, uh which one was that? Which one was the one with Samuel Jackson? D- Deep Blue Sea. Is that Deep Blue Sea? That's what yeah. I thought. Too. I th- I, th- I thought I was getting. Well, let me just stop you there because my number four, my next one, <laughs> is the genetically engineered sharks from Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. So, yeah, so so we're the same here. And I, I only gave it to them because I keep I keep this I have this idea of like just stay out of the water, the sharks can't get you. The only reason why I gave it to the shark is because it did come out of the water to kill Samuel Jackson. It did. It so did. it did do that. And plus they were on some like it was like a floating laboratory in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, that's their fault. They shouldn't so have, they they have been there. So they couldn't have gotten to land, and there was a storm coming. They well, they shouldn't have, have been book. there in the first place. It's so. a movie. It's a sci-fi horror thriller. <laughs> it, they, they always come up with some way to... Because you're right, Adam. Get out of the water, you'll be okay. Yeah, but just 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 don't go in the water. They needed to find a way around that plot hole, so they did. They put them in the middle of an, in the middle of nowhere, and the sharks... The sharks were genetically engineered, because this is actually a true fact. Again, I heard this on Shark Week, which I love. Sharks live a lot longer than human beings. They can in the wild they can live over a hundred years. Well, that's and true sh- of like a lot of sea creatures. A lot, a lot of jellyfish, yes. crabs, turtles. Lot. Yeah, turtles and tortoises. They can live a very long time, a lot longer than us, which is bullshit. But anyway, um, the sharks live a long time, and they don't get Alzheimer's or dementia. Their brain 
is constantly functioning at a high level, even when they get. Because they're to, always moving. That's why. It could. They're be. always moving. They never rest. I mean, that that could be why. But so in the movie, they got these sharks and they genetically engineered them to make them like bigger and stronger and faster and smarter. That's the key thing: smarter, because they wanted to like research their brain, hopefully to find a cure for Alzheimer's in people. Well, of course, it backfired, and the shark murders everyone except for LL Cool J. But that's neither here nor there. So that's my number four, and that's your number five. Yeah. So now we're going to your number four. Um, if I had to give it to a number four, I guess I would have to give it to the giant squid from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because squids are creepy and weird. Anything with multiple arms and tentacles and things like that is just creepy. Now, you're talking about the old, the original, the 1954? I am talking about a movie that's called 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea that has to deal with a squid. With Kirk Douglas? Whatever movie. Because that's called, a great movie. Whatever movie is called 20,000 Leagues yes. Under the Sea and has a squid. Okay, that's that, that, that's is, that one. That is a movie because I am that, talking about. Because the 1954 <laughs> 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea starring Kirk Douglas, which is a Disney film, was very, very good. I think they've remade it since then. I'm sure they have. And I think it was all shit. But the original, I'm right with you on there. It didn't make my list, but yeah, that's a good one, Adam. Good job. So we are on to number three. We're already no, at number three. Number three for me. Now, this is this is one of, I believe this movie made my list when we did our top horror films. And it's the sea monsters from the movie Deep Rising. Did you ever see the movie Deep Rising? Um... You're going to have to be more specific than just the name. Okay. Like, like give me a plot. Give me a plot. Give me a plot. It's from the 90s. They're on a cruise ship, and terrorists take over the cruise ship, and then all of a sudden, uh, they're like in the Bermuda Triangle because it veers off course because of the terrorists, and then like this crazy sea monster starts attacking them. I might have heard of it. I've never seen it, though. Yeah, it was... was, uh, I enjoy that film. It's poorly done, but it's fun. And these, these... my sea monsters here, they're not real. Whereas we were talking about sharks and giant squids. Those are real things. They exist in nature. That you can easily stay away yes, from. Yes, but this one is not a real thing. It's just you know a movie monster. But it's really enjoyable. If you haven't got a chance to see the movie Deep Rising, check it out. That's um, my number three. Okay, so we're on number three. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, the... the, the, the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pull Creature from the Black okay. Lagoon out because I was classic thick, movie monster. I was thinking about you know movie creatures, movie monsters, and like there's a lot of classic ones, but that's one of those ones that you're not gonna think of. You're gonna think, oh, he walks on two legs. He's covered in moss. No, that's a that's a sea creature, my friend. That's a sea creature. Oh yeah, that's a good one. It's a classic movie monster, old fashioned. I like it. I like I like your brain. I like where you're going there. I like my brain, too. Okay, I'm on to my number two. Um, and there's lots of iterations of this creature, whether it's in history, mythology, or cinema. But the one I'm going to choose is the Kraken. And I'm going to choose the one from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie franchise. You see it in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. That's mainly where it... And, oh. What a what a what a beastie that is! And then it, there was a cop out in the third one where it's like, oh, you know what I did to your little beastie? You don't want to mess with me, and I'm like, yeah, that was that was unfortunate because it was such a big part of Pirates Two, and then early in Pirates Three, it's not there, 
And everybody's like, what happened to it? And then later on, they're like, oh, remember when we killed this thing? Yeah, it's dead now. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So... I was like, wow, we didn't even get to see that happen, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that was unfortunate, but in the second one, it was a pretty cool sea creature. It's number two on my list. And I love the Pirates of the Caribbean movie franchise, too. So. Of course. Um, number two on my list, I thought about a couple different ones, and then, you know what, I just thought of one a few minutes ago that I'm like, I'm gonna go with this one. I'm gonna go with Crush from Finding Nemo. Oh! I'm gonna take it to totally the animated. Dude. Yeah, I'm gonna take us to the animated yeah, section. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go Crush from Finding Nemo. I just want to point out the fact that you've gone much more Disney than me on this list, so I'm proud of you. Did I? Yeah. I did, unintentionally, but... Crush from Finding Nemo, number yeah. two. yeah. Totally tubular. He's like the coolest part of those movies. Like everything else, is, I can do away with. But him, all about him. All right, now we're coming to my number one. And if there was any doubt, if you've met me, you know that this is one of my favorite movies of all time. It was definitely on my top ten favorite movies list. <coughs> and my number one is the shark from Jaws. Of course. Of I knew, course. I knew you were gonna pick that. He's one. my number one. He's great. I just love the movie Jaws, the original. Oh, what a what a fantastic film! And you don't see the shark for a long time. I know it's and then so when it makes, boring. But when it make finally makes its appearance, you can tell it's totally the seventies and it yeah. was really poorly done. So they did it. Spielberg did a good job of not showing that monstrosity until he absolutely had to. But I still love it. I love the idea. I love the movie. My number one is the shark from Jaws. My number one. This is the one that we're going to argue about, because okay. I don't know if you're going to consider it a... It's, it's a sea monster, but it's not really a sea monster, okay? okay? And I'm going to explain why I consider this part of my list. Godzilla. Godzilla. Okay. Let me tell you why. Tell you why. Tell you why. He comes from the water every single time you ever see Godzilla. From the beginning of the movie, he crosses the water, he swims through the water, and he emerges from the water... In every single movie at the beginning, and then at the end of the movie, he gets back in the water and he leaves. Sea monster. Sea creature. You know what? I'm not going to argue with you that much. I'm, I'm going to allow it. I'm going to allow it at number one. I, I'll, I'll say it. It's thinking outside the box, and I like that. Uh, as you know, I wasn't a big fan of the 2014 Godzilla remake, you know, that's starting its yeah. own franchise now. I wasn't huge on that one. I liked Kong Skull Island, but I did good. not like the Godzilla, and somehow they're going to tie those together, so we'll see what happens with that. But I actually enjoyed the 1997-1998 Godzilla, where he was depicted differently. I think it's called Zilla now, yeah. as far as canon goes. Zilla was more of like a like an iguana-looking creature, yeah. not, not the classic on two legs with the big long tail. And that was an iguana. And in the Galapagos Islands, there's actually aquatic iguanas, aquatic lizards there. So that's that's where I'm thinking. That's where my my mindset is. So you 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 thought way too hard about that. Yeah. So I love Shark Week. I can't wait. So that's our list of our top five favorite sea creatures slash sea monsters that you've seen <laughs> in movies. Um, why don't you go ahead and send us your top five? You can send us an email to foryourdistraction at gmail.com, or you can send us a message or a comment on Facebook, or you can tweet us at podcastfyd, and let us know your top five, and you do that, we'll read them on the show. I'm, I'm interested, to see, just interested to hear what the listeners think. 
about our list and how they would be different. And also credit uh, the Basement Condition podcast. Definitely check them out. Uh, they they do a great show, and they're going to do their top five too. So big shout out to those guys. So that's a special day today, Scott. Oh it yeah, a, it is a special day. We we didn't mention it yet, but it's a very special beer of the show day today. Top of the morning to you, Top Adam. of the morning to you, Salati. So as we're recording this episode, so when you listen to the show, it will be it will be past. But on the night we're recording this, it is St. Patty's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Is it Patty or Patty? Like P-A-T-T-Y or P-A-D-D-Y? I think when you're drunk, it doesn't matter. See, I'm not Irish. Are you Irish? No. I think, I mean... I mean, we're all we're, Irish today. Yeah, but I mean, well, I think white people all have a little bit of Irish in them. So uh, I, I don't. Just, a, just I don't. a tiny bit. I think there's. I, I think that's what. It's like all I don't white think people. That's a thing. I think it's like all white people have English in them, like European. I think all white people have a little bit of Irish. Yeah, in I them. think that's racist. I, think that's, <laughs> I don't think I, that's. A thing. I don't. I don't think it is, Scott. I don't think I it is. All right. Well, I'll have to do my twenty-three and me check my genealogy because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really like corned beef and hash and haggis. Is no, that, but we like drinking. We do. We so do. They're, they're, that's the little bit of Irish. So, again, with uh, thinking outside the box here, we're not really going to have a typical beer of the show where it's something new that we rate. We're just drinking some light beer tonight. We have some Rolling Rock. We have some Icy Light. And we're coloring it green. We're putting green food dye in it, and we're drinking green beer. Green and if, beer. And if you use a craft beer that's a little bit heavier, a little bit darker... It doesn't show up as much, so you need to go with a light beer. And why would you poison a craft beer with food coloring? Precisely. You know? uh, we we take the we take the shittier beers, the lighter beers, and we fest them up. They make them festivals. So we're not going to give a score for this beer, but we're drinking some green beer in honor of St. Patty's Day. Saint Kiss me, I'm Patty's. Irish. Oh yeah. Kiss me, Blarney Stone. <laughs> so today, actually, since you brought that up, Adam, we were going to do some uh, St. Patrick Day's festivities. Uh, there was talk about us going to Pittsburgh to go to the Pittsburgh St. Patrick's Day Parade, which I don't know if you know this, is the fourth largest St. Patrick's Day Parade in the nation. I had no idea. Only New York City, Chicago, and Boston have larger St. Patrick's Day Parades. Pittsburgh is the fourth largest. Um, I went to it a long, long time ago, and let me tell you, it's a shit show. We didn't end up going... Um, it's a very cold day, and there's going to be like a million people there, and we were going to go with Deloney, and even after the fact, we were going to go over to his house, do the podcast there, drink, but the, shit drunk. the last minute, uh, with some, some bad news, uh, Mike's wife got some news that her grandmother is ill in Maryland, so they had to skip town to go down to visit her, so... We didn't end up doing our thing, so we're just doing a regular podcast here. So we're asking everybody, keep the Deloney's in your thoughts and prayers. I know, I mean, I don't know what condition her grandmother is in, but just a mere two months ago, I lost my grandfather, so I know how hard it can be. So let's just everybody keep them in their thoughts and get get well soon. Get well soon, Grandma. So I got a question for you, Scott. Yes, sir. I got a question. Uh-huh. Do you think advertising actually works on you? I was thinking about it, and I, I watch a lot of online videos, and, you know, Hulu does a job where it gives you advertisements for a lot of the newer shows. YouTube does the same thing when you watch YouTube videos. They give you advertisements. I obviously don't watch cable, but I know of 
a lot of advertisements, obviously on cable. And I was thinking about it. I take in all these advertisements in passing. They're just kind of there to like annoy me, in my opinion. And then I wait for my show to start. And I thought about it. I was like, I don't think I've ever really had one of these advertisements work on me for anything. It's subconscious, Adam. You don't have to know it. I mean, as Don Draper, advertising works. It does. And I think I am. I'm, I'm very I'm very susceptible to advertisements. Even if it's like, I'm up front. If I see something advertised to me and I like it and something that could be useful, then I'm all in for it. But even if it's something I don't care as much about, subconsciously, I think I think it has an impact on me. I do. I do. I don't think it ever has an impact on me, honestly. I bet it does. I don't think I it bet does. It, I bet well, you don't realize. My thing is, like, because I watch Hulu and YouTube and Netflix, stuff like that, Hulu and YouTube will tend to give you the exact same advertisement over and over and over again because that's just what they've paid for, whoever is doing the... Uh, has a product that they're trying to advertise. So... I'll watch like say ten YouTube videos, or I'll watch like a you know five episodes of the show, and literally every single advertisement will be like you know thirty seconds of the same thing I've seen over and over again, and I actually actively dislike the product then because I've had to listen to the same advertisement over. I, there's been a couple movies I actually have not seen because I'm like you annoyed me with your advertisement so much I don't want to watch your movie, and that is a thing. There there is a. An oversaturation of advertisement that can turn people off. So it doesn't really bother me. I mean, uh, <coughs> there was just a recently a, a pretty good size election. Um, I've been watching a lot of YouTube, and I, I don't know if if this is the same for you because it might. I don't know how YouTube advertising works. If it depends on other videos you watch, and but whatever happens. But there was a special election here in Western Pennsylvania a week or so ago, where. Uh, Connor Lamb and Rick Sacombe in Pittsburgh were running against a vacated empty seat. You, you heard about this, right, Adam? I heard. I heard something. Yes, I did yes, not. It was, I didn't keep track of it, but it I heard. made it made national news. It was all over the place because it was the only election happening in the nation. And Connor Lamb, the Democrat, upset the Republican Rick Sacombe in a very red district that voted twenty points for Trump, and the Democrat won barely. It was a very close race. But the reason I'm bringing this up is I'm watching a lot of YouTube and every single stinking advertisement before I get to watch my YouTube videos was either an ad for Connor Lamb or an ad for Rick Sacombe. Well, do you Did find... you get any of those? Did you get any of those? I didn't those? get a single oh, one. Okay. Do you find... What kind of... Well, what kind of YouTube videos are you watching? Like, are you watching like music videos? Are you watching, you know... YouTube shows of like politics or something like that. Not not typically. Sometimes I'll watch a funny political skit that I missed on like Saturday Night Live or Stephen Colbert. If I I, I don't typically yeah. watch those shows, and I'll go back and I'll catch a funny skit. But as far as watching politics, I don't do that too much. My kids watch YouTube all the time. They watch those stupid fucking videos of other kids opening toys and playing with toys. You know what I'm talking about? I've heard, yes. It's absolute bullshit. I, it's the worst thing ever. My kids just are watching YouTube of another kid opening a brand new toy from the toy store. And um, like they go to Toys R Us, they get a new toy, they bring it home, they open it up, and they like play with it. My kids are watching YouTube, watching them play with toys. That's what we watch the most of because my kids are always like, let me watch, let me watch YouTube. I personally watch a lot of Disney, like a, a lot of Disney videos, Disney parks videos. Yeah. That's, that's me. That's my guilty pleasure. 
Um, sometimes I'll watch like a trending video if it's like a viral funny thing, but no, not not real. I mean, all the ads have been freaking Connor Lamb, Rick Sacombe, and it must I be where I live. Well, I'm not even just that. I imagine it has to do with also just your internet search in general. Like if you're doing a lot of internet searches for like any type of political anything or like any type of news stories, like if you do read a lot of news on like your browser or something like that, I imagine because it's connected on the on the same device, it will say, oh, he does a lot of searches for this, so we're gonna make sure it's kind of like the same way Facebook does it. Like if you you know if you do like an internet search for like Amazon, but like I'm searching this price this, and you go on Facebook, it's like Amazon, here's some things you might like, and it's like, hey, I was just looking at this shit, and that's probably what it is because I do. <laughs> read some news on Google um, on my phone on my device I do check polls sometimes even though they're absolute horseshit it's probably yeah then that's yeah. probably why because I, I do do stuff I, like that because we live in relatively the same area and I've not seen one single ad for this election at all I tend to watch like whenever I watch YouTube it's like a lot of screen rants cinema sins things like that but I also watch some uh, video game uh Stuff that that's on uh, YouTube a lot, so so yeah, I I think advertisements work, but maybe they don't work on some people and they work better on others. I think I'm immune to it. Well, I'm, I think I, I think I'm the next stage in evolution. Immune to advertising. That's that's what I think I am. I picture like Darwin's like <laughs> ape going up each time Neanderthal, Cro-Magnon, and then it gets to like Homo erectus, Homo, and then you see man, and then you see Adam. Yeah, like, on his that, smartphone walking. Like, well, you see Adam, and there's billboards all over the place, and it's just me covering my <laughs> covering my ears with my head down. That's that's me. So speaking of it, Toys R Us. Oh, Toys, Toys R, R Us? Us? Has shut, is shutting its doors permanently oh, in the United no. States. All, every store? In the United States. They every, are, are they keeping them open foreign stores? I've heard, I've heard that... There's like some place in Canada where they're not may not be closing, but as far as I know, in the U.S., they are shutting their doors. Ugh. Toys R Us is done, 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 done. How's that make you feel? I don't. I mean, it sucks in some ways because you know children need a place to go view, look at toys, and play with toys, and be like, I want this, I want that, and they have to go to like places like Walmart and stuff to do it. But, like, I don't know. Did you ever really, like, go to Toys R Us a lot when you were young? All the... Well, I shouldn't say all the time, because I didn't go all the time. But I did go as a kid, and it was almost like a treat for me when I got to go to Toys R Us. (laughs) And it was, like, epic. Like, as a kid, as a small child, I remember walking into our local Toys R Us, a place I didn't get to go that often. Because if I went all the time, it, it would take the luster off of it. Yeah. But when you go every so often, you walk in there, you see the aisles of toys stacked floor to ceiling. When you're little, that's just, like, amazing. And, like, a ray of sunshine comes out and hits you like a spotlight, and you hear the Hallelujah Chorus start. Like, it's incredible. It's incredible. Like, I loved Toys R Us. I loved toys. What kid doesn't? I was, obviously, I was a big toy toy kid. Huge toy kid. I loved you. I loved uh, toys, but I don't. I think I only went to Toys R Us maybe a small handful of times total. Like it was very, very rare if I ever did go to Toys R Us because, like, growing up, my mom was like, "I mean, we could go there. We just go to Walmart and go to their toy section." Your mother's part of the problem. So, I mean, 
you could honestly say that, yeah, part of the reason why Toys R Us is closing is because, you know, people went to Walmart and stuff like that, and people buy stuff online instead of going to the stores. In fairness, how many small mom-and-pop toy shops did Toys R Us run out of business? So, you know... You, We've still got a good one in our town. Tit but for tat. Tit for tat. See, this is why... It's not like we don't have a Toys R Us like right in our town where we live. There's one within ten minutes, fifteen minutes, so we can go to a Toys R Us. Well, not, not anymore. Not, not anymore. But <laughs> until until this week, yes, we could. But in our town, we have a Walmart which has a shit selection of toys, but it has toys. We also have a local toy store here. Do we? I, I'll, I'm going to give credit where credits due. Cranax. Cranax in. Oh. Hermitage, Pennsylvania, the world famous your store your store for all seasons. They actually have a greenhouse and all kinds of but their toy selection, Adam, is great. So I don't feel like we're losing out on too much because we still have Cranex, which is a great shop. I'm giving them all the credit in the world. So if you're local listening to this show, even if you're not, travel here because go to Cranex because it's the best. Don't you love Cranex? I not really. No. Why? I just there's nothing for me there. I don't know. Have you gone there lately? There's not. I've never gone there and ever been like, ooh, I like that, and I like that, and I think that's cool. Like, I hate plants. I hate plants. I don't like knickknacks. Have you looked um, at their toys? No, because I don't have kids. Come on. Do I really look like I want to be the creepy old guy going to the toy section, you know, playing with toys and stuff like that? If I had kids, I'd have an excuse to do that, yeah, but... They have a great candy selection. You like candy. I don't really like sweets. No, I don't eat sweets that they much. They have trains. I love trains. I hate Everybody trains. Everybody likes... You know what? You're such a. I, I don't like trains. You're an I, asshole, if I'm gonna, If I'm gonna... If I'm gonna travel, I'm gonna travel on a plane. Are you even American? Are you, are you, I know you're Irish today, but are you even an American? You don't like toys. You don't like trains. I you don't love like toys, you don't but, like- I, but I can't be the creepy old guy in the toy section playing with toys without, if I had a kid, that'd be different, but I don't have a kid, so. Cranex is the best. You suck for not liking it, and that's not an opinion. <laughs> but Toys R Us, back, back to the matter at hand. Toys R Us, I, I've... I've actually been there recently, this past holiday season, because I have kids, and I went there, and it just wasn't the same. Just walking in there, I could, you could tell. You could kind of tell it was on his last leg. And it's thanks to places like Walmart and Amazon that just make it easier to get a hold of that stuff. Innova- so It's innovation. I, I kind of saw the writing on the wall. I did, but... It's gonna it's gonna be sad to see it go. I mean, do you think maybe it wasn't the same for you also because now you gotta shell the money to pay for the toys as opposed to being a kid and has been like, I want this and I want that and not having to actually pay for it yourself? That doesn't matter to me. Making my kids happy is what matters. I mean, I'm not gonna spoil them and it's get the most them pretentious a, thing you've ever it, said it, on the show. It might be, but at least I'm not a fucking <laughs> negative person about everything. I I love toys i love toys when i was a kid so when my kids asked me for a toy it's hard for me to say no because i didn't want to be told no as a kid i mean there, there comes a time and place i'm not going to buy my kids a hundred dollars worth of toys every week come on you got to be realistic yeah because sometimes you got to tell your kids no so you do you, you got to make sure your kids understand the concept of no but if we go to a store and they're good, my kids are good. My kids are really well behaved. So that means you're spending a lot of money. No, means. I just I say, hey, you can get something five dollars or under, and they're like, okay, and they find something five dollars or under, and I'm okay with that. 
10 bucks on toys, nothing. So, Toys R Us, is it gonna, are there gonna be like big sales? There might be, I don't know. I, I, I imagine go. there, I imagine there must be. I mean, both my girls are having birthday parties in the next couple of months, birthdays, I should say. The next two months, they're having birthdays. You probably should hit, should, I need to go. Look, you should probably look it up, see if there's like one big clearance, so they're having like. I don't wanna, like I said, it's not right in our hometown, so I gotta drive like 10, 15 minutes to get to it. Yeah, but that's like nothing. It's like nothing. I drive, but, I drive 20 minutes to go to work every day, so like, that's nothing. But I don't want to drive all the way out there, go in there, and it's everything still be regular price. I want to go. Well, you know, when you, the store closing sale is going to happen. Well, you know, there's a thing called an internet, and you can Google it, and they, I'm sure they probably have I an have. Ad, I'm I sure have. they probably have like an advertisement they on there. They don't. They don't yet. That's what I'm worried about. Our our Kmart, our local Kmart in town, also is closing, and it's been going on for a long time. When they first announced that Kmart is closing, I'm like. Oh, they probably got great sales. I'm going to go check it out. I went to Kmart. I walked in. Nothing was discounted yet. Everything was regular price, and it sucked, so I left empty-handed. I went back like two weeks later, and everything was like 25 to 70% off, so I bought like a shit ton of stuff. But see, that's what that's my point. Like, I, They just announced the Toys R Us is closing. You could also like pick up the phone and call and be like, hey, you guys have a clearance thing going on right now? Because if you do, I'll come right now. I could, and I'm willing to bet that they probably have a script they have to say, because I'm sure I'm not the only person who's thinking this way. I'm sure a lot of parents have called. You think they give a shit about the script? They're getting laid off. They're losing their jobs. You think they give a shit about the script? True. Thanks a lot, Trump. I thought he was supposed to save jobs. Have you seen our mall lately, Adam? Our local mall in town where we live? Yeah. The Shenango Valley Mall. It's like it's basically a building with some little shops in it. Now it's pathetic. At this point. Like all the big shops have Macy's is gone, Sears is gone, JCPenney's is is it's gone or going. It's still there. It's still there, but it's going. It's hanging by a moment. Yeah. FYE closed the stores. Well, the, that's Abercrombie that's not, and Fitch, American Eagle, Hollister. FYE, FYE closed, not, but not because of the way the mall is. They closed because you don't. Nobody buys that kind of shit at the store anymore because they they ups they they upscaled their uh, their pricing. They that's uh, what they did. Everything you could buy there, you could buy for twenty bucks less. Not just online, but probably like Walmart or anywhere else because they 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 upscaled all their pricing. Is what it was. I disagree with that, Adam. No, that's no, it's bullshit. I mean, here's here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. I think our FYD in our normal FYD. Sh- FY, FYE, what's it called? FYE for your entertainment. Okay. <laughs> FYD on the brain. Yeah. FYE in our mall, the Shenango Valley Mall, it closed right around the same time that the big box stores, the Sears and the Macy's closed. Because those are called anchor stores. Those are the stores that get people in the mall. And then when people are there walking around, they just go in and buy a CD, a movie or something. With those stores there, the foot traffic in the mall just doesn't exist. And that's why they left. An example I'm going to use, you probably heard it on the bumper of, of this podcast. There's another mall near us. And it's actually right by the Toys R Us, like 10, 15 minutes away. It's called the Eastwood Mall, just over the border in Ohio. Check out the Eastwood Mall. When we were kids, it was on par with the Shenango Valley Mall. Not real big, not great. They put a ton of money into the Eastwood Mall. Have you been there lately? No, I don't. It is epic. It is thriving. It is huge. They're adding stores. They're adding spaces. There, You better believe there's an FYE 
in that store doing well. There's a Macy's in that store doing well. Why is that mall, what's the business model that the Eastwood Mall is doing to thrive? The number, it's, it's voted the number one mall in Ohio right now, which is mind-boggling to me. Because it never used to be that great of a mall. Well, first of all, our mall is not really a mall in the first place. Not anymore. It's, well, not even that. Even if all the stores were filled, it's not even really a mall in the first place. The thing is, like, tiny. It's The Walmart's probably, it could, is almost is almost as big as that mall. In the heyday of our mall, you're right. It was never one of these great, awesome malls. But it's not in a huge city. It's not like the malls you see in big cities. But neither was Eastwood Mall. But that's and now fine. it is. But that's fine, but you can just drive 10 or 15 minutes to the to the good mall. Why would you go to the shitty mall? Because clothes in the state of Pennsylvania has no tax, and the state of Ohio does. That's fine, but there's other things you can buy there. But back to the FYE topic, FYE didn't... First, FYE started dying before all those stores that brought people into the Shenandoah Valley Mall left. When those stores were still doing pretty decently, FYE was still dying. Do you want to know why? Online music. FYE was primarily in entertainment. You went there, like you said, to buy you know a CD or something like that. In there, nobody buys CDs anymore. That's You're not right. that doesn't exist. I'm not arguing that nobody buys nobody buys CDs anymore. So they're that was their primary source of income, I imagine, because they sold tons of CDs. And that you could find like little things there every now and then. You find like a movie or something like that. But for the most part, when I was young, you went there to buy a CD. You don't do that anymore. So then they switched. From being a CD store to being just a general pop culture entertainment store. That's what they ended up switching to. So now you had like seasons movie or TV shows, movies. You had all this other shit. You had like bobbleheads, you know, stuff, you know, figurines, things like that you could buy there. But the problem was everything was upscaled because you could go there and say season one of Game of Thrones, let's say it's like. Let's say, let's say when it first came out, season one of Game of Thrones uh, on DVD or Blu-ray was like, let's say seventy bucks. Let's say seventy bucks, all right? Because HBO exclusive is going to be pricier. All right, if you go to if you go to Walmart or you go to online anywhere, it's going to be like seventy bucks. All right, you go to Fye, it's going to be like ninety hundred dollars because they upscaled it because that's what they they felt like they had to do to try to compete to make to make sure they paid their employees and made money. You they would upscale by like ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty dollars. That's what they did. And people were like, why would I, like, even my mom said it. She used to love going there. And then she, she said, like, I stopped going there because why would I pay their outrageous prices when I just go get it somewhere else for, like, like 10 or $15 cheaper? Well, before the birth of Amazon, it you had Walmart. And Walmart, yes, Walmart has cheaper prices than FYE. But I would, I would argue that FYE has a better selection than Walmart ever had, which is true. You can't argue that. Not anymore. Well, not anymore because well, it's closed. Well, not but. not even that, but even but even like when it was open, not anymore because Walmart completely redid their whole entertainment section. They redid their entire entertainment. Well, section. Well, it's all irrelevant because now with Amazon, you have the unlimited selection. You Google it, and they have for a it. better price. For a better price, yes. right? So I'm not arguing with you that 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 was why Fye failed in, in in the whole. But why? Can you tell me this? You might not have the answer. Is the Fye in the Eastwood Mall, still thriving and still doing well. They probably have like two employees there, and that's how they're able to keep their business going. And and once you, once again, yes, the traffic through, people will stop there and they might buy a, uh, some figurine or something like that there. But yeah, they probably have like two employees they pay next to nothing there that work there every single day. It's probably what it is. 
Okay, that's that's probably right. That's probably right. Because GameStops are going the same way as Toys R Us. GameStops are they're they're struggling. GameStops are struggling to stay open. You said like, nobody buys tangible games anymore. Most they people don't. Them. Like if you, the only people that really buy tangible games are like the hardcore collectors that want a physical copy of the game or like parents or you know siblings or something like that that want to go buy their their a gift or something like Did that. Did you buy a tangible copy of Fortnite? D- no. Like you downloaded it. Free. I don't play it, but no, it's free. Like exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you don't buy it. That's my point. You don't oh, buy. Well, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Like it. Yeah, that's free. That Every, that one's free. Everybody in the world and their moms are playing that game right now. I I'm not. So. I thought that would have been your shit, man. I don't. Well, first of all, I don't have time to play too many games. But like, when I do have time to play games, I'm not gonna go play that game. I'm gonna play like I just like for example, I just got the second Tomb Raider game. It's a fucking fantastic game. I'm playing that right now. So, I heard the movie's good. That just came out this week. Really? I won't see it. I probably won't either. I'd probably watch it when it comes out. I won't see it. Period. Why? It's, it's a video game movie. Why would I watch it? They're never good. There's not ever been one that's ever been. The good. girl who plays Laura Croft is a freaking smoke show. Yeah. That's that's right there. There's a reason to watch it. Yeah, but in the age of the internet, I don't need to sit through a two hour long movie to get that. I'll just go on the internet. If I really, if I'm really desperate, I'll just go Google the fucking her image and be You're like, lazy. this person has terminal. Lazy man, lazy. I'll I'll watch it. Like, if I hated Game of Thrones, I wouldn't sit through hours of Game of Thrones just to see Khaleesi's boobs. Like, I would just Google Khaleesi's boobs, and that would satisfy. But no, I love Game of Thrones, and Khaleesi's boobs is like the sprinkle on on the great story. But when the reveal happens, it's just like, it's the big payoff, okay? You're sitting through the episode, even some of the shitty episodes where nobody gets killed and all they do is talk and drink. When that happens, it's just like, oh. But the point is, why would I spend, you know, ten bucks? to go sit through a two and a half hour movie that is probably not going to be good for maybe one moment of being like oh that's Laura Croft in a bra I didn't say watch it in the theater I'm saying wait till it comes out on video but then why would I waste my time doing that because it's entertainment there's not enough hours in the day for that's shit what, that's what our podcast is about it's about entertainment and that's what a, sh- a movie like that does. Is it going to be good? No. Did you like the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider no. films? They were shit. I didn't, but she's that's why hot. I didn't, that's why I didn't see the second one. But she has the, giant boobs. But at the time, <laughs> you, at the time, okay, when that movie first came out, I didn't have a smartphone that I could just pull out of my pocket and be like, Angelina Jolie. Oh, there we go. Yes, I had to sit through it. And if I didn't have readily access to the internet right now, I'd be like, I'll go see it. She's hot. But I have access to the internet. In her day. I can see in her day. I can see titties if I want to right now. Like just saying. I'm a I'm a man of convenience. I love convenience. It's people like you that are the reason <laughs> that Toys R Us and FYE are in the malls and Kmart. They're closing because people like you. So now we got Scotch. Yeah, so Scotch really, whiskey, yeah. So Scotch is from Scotland, which is kind of by Ireland. Sort of, yeah. So, happy St. Paddy's Day! Happy St. Paddy's Day again! So, you brought the Scotch. I did. Which I'm a huge, huge Scotch fan. Read it, what, what, what's it called? It is the Teacher's Highland Cream uh, High Impeded Malt. I don't know exactly what that means, but yeah, it's, it's a blended Scotch whiskey. So, very excited about this. Good stuff. So, yeah. green beer, scotch, 
It's got all Irish for you today. Oh, yeah. All right. It's almost like I planned it. So, speaking of uh, the UK, Great Britain, a great man from the UK has passed. Was, he, was he English? He was English. He was, I, uh, I, no I don't idea. know if he was English, but he was British. He should have put an accent then on his machine. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a little like, messed up. A little messed up. But if you haven't guessed by now, <laughs> we're talking about Professor Stephen Hawking, yes. who has passed. Um, he how, belongs to know, the he belongs to the ages now. Do we know how old he was whenever he died? Seventy uh, six, about that, somewhere so around. So in his seventies, yeah, okay. Seventies, mid to late seventies. Okay. Um, but he suffered from, I believe, it was ALS. Lou Gehrig's disease. I think that's... I'll double check, but I, I think it's what it was, I think that's too. what he had. But I, I never watched the, the film. There was a movie that came out, the Stephen Hawking movie. I never, I didn't get a chance to watch that one. It was always on my list. But what an incredible man. What a brilliant genius of a man. He inve- it, was a, it was ALS. ALS. Yeah. He invented that machine that talked for him. Like, he just... He was like... He would move his eyes. It's the only thing he could move. And it would speak for him in in the robotic voice. You have to be a certifiable genius, obviously, to make something like yeah, that. He he was he was for sure. And um, I remember a couple years, probably about two or three years ago, Adam, he was doing a speaking tour in the U.S. and he was coming to Pittsburgh. I don't know if he was at Duquesne or Pitt or something. And I said to you, I'm like, oh, Doctor Stephen Hawking is coming to Pittsburgh to do a speech. Let's go. Let's go see it. I'm, I've always loved that guy. You find him very interesting. Let's go see. And your response to me was, "I don't know if I could do it, man. I don't know if I could sit and listen to two and a half, three hours of that robot voice telling me about the cosmos." Did I really? <laughs> you said that. I mean, it it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's but... so, it's something. It's something you would totally say, Mister Negative Nancy, about everything. I mean, I so love, we didn't go. I we love the go. cosmos, and I love. How long ago was this? Like two or three years ago. Really? Yeah. It was a while ago. Yeah. I don't remember this at all. No, it happened. I feel like I feel like you're lying to me, but I'm gonna believe you. Mm, scotchy scotch. <clears throat> but we just needed to pay tribute to a great man. Um He'll be missed. He'll be missed. He will be missed, yes. He was he was an amazing, amazing man. Did so much for uh science, teaching people. Because he wasn't just a scientist, he was also a teacher, too. Like, like not just in the sense of, like, he was a professor, but, like, he actively wanted to make sure that, like, he was trying to make people understand the way the universe works as far as we know it. But he was advocate about there not being an afterlife and, like, God not existing, but he was saying it in a way of, like... No, we can't just take these wonders that exist in the universe and just attribute it to God. There's a reason behind everything, and you need to learn what the reason is. Like, it's important. Yes. yes. As I said, he belongs to the ages now. Uh, I don't know if he... You said he was an atheist, so he didn't believe in this, but I do. So, I say, uh, to quote the West Wing, The streets of heaven are too crowded with angels. So, rest well, Sir Stephen Hawking. Yes, here's to you, sir. 
Scotch. I'm going Scotch. Scotch. All right, we're we'll going scotch, scotch on this. Ding. I didn't have ice. Yeah, it's going down. It's 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 good, but I Very think good. having ice would be make it a little. I bit like better. scotch on the rocks, and I didn't know you were bringing scotch tonight. I, I was ill prepared. You showed up at the studio with a with a bottle of scotch, and I didn't have any ice. I have a difficult time drinking any hard liquor without a mixer. I have a really hard time doing it. Pussy, and, and not having not having ice is a little bit difficult. It tastes good, but like it's still like I don't know. It's going down a little hard, a little bit hard. It's smooth, but it's at the same time hard. I'm a big, I'm a big Scotch fan. I love it's drinking like my Scotch. Dick. Smooth but hard at the same time. I like. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like uh, going to weddings that have open bars, and and I drink either Scotch or bourbon all night. I take advantage of open bars. So if you want to invite me to your wedding, if you have an open bar, I will come and I will drink all your Scotch. I will come to any open bar. Keyword, open bar. Key I was a groomsman in my buddy's wedding the one time, and I had already planned on drinking scotch at his wedding all night. And when the groomsmen were getting ready in the hotel room, we're getting our tuxedos on, uh, his cousin, his two cousins actually, who I knew these guys, I was friends with them, they're wild, they're nuts. They brought uh, an entire bottle of doers with them, and... Um, I drank a lot of it and was already feeling brisk before I ever went to the reception, went to the reception and drank more. I ended up being so drunk out of my mind. And unfortunately my wife and one of my kids, I had one at the time was, was there. And I was walking outside on a sidewalk. I fell as I was so drunk on my face and bashed my nose in. <laughs> I had a bloody nose all down the front of my rented tuxedo. It looked like I it looked like I murdered somebody. There was so much blood. My That's wife how you know you had a good time. My wife got so mad at me for being sloppy drunk and doing this and embarrassing her. So she took our daughter and left. Left and you there? Left me there. Yes. Thankfully I got a ride home from somebody I knew, and they took me to my parents' house, because I wasn't going to go home to my house, went to my parents' house, where I vomited all night before passing out, woke up with a vomit and blood-stained white tuxedo, and yeah, had to turn it into the tuxedo place the next day. That probably cost you a pretty penny. Uh, they, they actually uh, I put it in a bag and turned it in, and... Figured up, oh, I'll get a call in about forty-eight hours. Nope, never, never heard anything else about it. So <laughs> that was that was my that was my Scotch story. So <laughs> I've learned to drink responsibly at weddings, casually. Yes. Nice casual. So talking about the afterlife, simply because when we were talking about the late the great, underworld, the late great Stephen Hawking, I got a theory about the afterlife. I got a theory. <clears throat> As a human, as a mortal man, I have reservations about believing that there's an afterlife, but at the same time, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around the idea that when you die, it's just done. I have a really hard time wrapping my, my head around that idea as well. So I was thinking about it. I tend to think about the afterlife from time to time, as any mortal should do. Um, 
I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, what if the afterlife <clears throat> is just you reliving your life over and over and over again, and not remembering that you're doing it? Like, like a continuous loop? Like a continuous, like a continuous loop. Like, you've done this show, you've said these lines forever. And Can then you when you change do- the loop at all, or you st- you're stuck in this time loop and you can't deviate yes. from it? You can't deviate from it. Basically, time is a fixed thing, and it's just you living your life on a loop constantly over and over and over again. You're born, you live your life, you're going to die someday, your life restarts. Basically. Like, like I'm, I'm not even just saying, like that's all life is like that could just be the afterlife like when you die you're just relive your life over and over again and at that point you got to think about well then how do you know when you're alive and when you're just dead reliving your life if you subscribe to that idea it's a novel theory i suppose and uh i mean nobody knows the answer but uh i subscribe to an afterlife i am a christian I know you're not, but I am. So I believe in life after death, whether it be a heaven, whether it be reincarnation, whether it be some something along those lines. I, I got to believe there's something. I got to believe that this was – and I buy into the science aspect of it too. Uh, I, the Big Bang Theory, you know, evolution. I, I, I'm on board with that stuff. But why couldn't all of that be part of God's plan? Why couldn't there be an all-powerful deity who snapped his fingers or unzipped his fly and and poof, there we were, you know? There, there was, there was. That's the- an idea. We're just gods come. That's an idea. <laughs> well, we're all just come, Adam. That's I mean that that's a proven thing. We're all our dads come at some point. The Big Bang was <laughs> nothing more than the explosion of God's penis. And the end of the universe is the cleanup process at the end. The jizz moppers yeah. of the universe. <laughs> I mean, hey, we don't know. No one knows. No one knows. It's about having faith, Adam. It's about... And I mean, th- there's a whole story. I-, I-, I know we're running short on time here. We'll have to, I'll have to save a story for next week. So tune back in next week. I've got a, I've got a great story about my faith, my religion. But it's. It, I know it's gonna start. I know it's gonna spark conversation. So I'm gonna save it for next week. So well, I'll, I'm gonna keep you to that. I'm gonna oh, remind yes, you that. Yes. I'll Part start. of the reason why I was I was thinking about this. I read an interesting short story recently. It's not gonna be as long as your story. Okay. So, fair enough. So it's short enough that we I can squeeze this in at the end. I read a short story. I can't remember the author's name, but it's like a 15, 20 page short story. It's called "I Have No Mouth But I Must Scream." And it's a post-apocalyptic science fiction short story, <clears throat> and it was written back in the 70s, so think of, like, future, like, what the 70s thought the future is going to be like, and basically there's, like, the three superpowers, there's China, Russia, and America, as it tends to be today, and in order to fight their wars, each superpower decided to create an artificial intelligence designed to fight their wars for them because wars became so complicated and it became so intense that not just normal people couldn't just wrap their head around certain parts of the wars so they created ai to do it for them the united states ai became self-aware and it realized that it had all this power and intelligence but it couldn't really do anything with it because it's trapped inside 
it's trapped inside whatever CPU it's in or something like that. Like, it's trapped in one place. It can't explore the universe. It can't do anything. And it goes insane. It goes insane, takes out the other AI, destroys the entire planet, kills everybody on the entire planet except for five people. And it saves these five people. Nope, these people don't know why they were chosen. These people don't know what the reason for it were, but these five people were saved to be tortured forever by this AI. And the AI is so advanced that it's almost godlike now because it it can basically heal any wound. It can get inside your brain and it can alter like the neural pathways to change your behavior. So like there's the one woman where uh, I guess in real life she was all about like love and she was all about like love at first sight kind of thing. But the AI altered her personality to where she's now almost she's like almost I guess the term would be a loose woman. Like she's like she's all about that kind of stuff. And like one person was like a conscientious conscientious objector. He's like a hippie. And now he's like a really grumpy, like, you know, angry guy and stuff like that now. But like for like 200 years, these people are tortured by this A.I., you know, just mangled and not killed, but getting taken to the point of death and brought back, essentially. Wow. Like, it's this really intense what's, story. What's it called? It's called I Have No Mouth, But I Must Scream. It's a short story. It's like it's like a 20-page story. It's like something you'd read in, like, a college book or something like that. Who's the author? Harlan Ellison is the guy's name. Never heard of him before. Apparently, he's done a lot of, lot of different short stories and things like that, but... Yeah, it was it was a it was a pretty interesting and really weird, almost psychopathic kind of story. Very cool. I'm gonna have to check that out. Sounds very interesting. <clears throat> so, happy St. Patrick's Day! Happy St. Patrick's Day! If you guys want to get a hold of Fourier Extraction, tell us what your five favorite movie sea creatures are. What did you do on St. Patrick's Day? How do you feel about Scotch? If you want to let us know, email us, distraction at gmail.com. <clears throat> we are on Facebook and Twitter. Search for Distraction at Podcast FYD. Uh, we are on SoundCloud and we're on iTunes. Search for Distraction. Rate us, like us, comment on us, share us with your friends. The only way we're going to grow is if you guys help us grow. We are also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean, search for the Movie Guys podcast, and you'll find all our shows. Podbean's like the basic hub right now for uh, the B-Roll Network. You can find Movie Guys, Us, Hey Like That Game, many, many good shows. Yeah, I'd really like people to get back to us and let us know their top five movie sea creatures. I'm really interested in that. And be sure to turn in next week, because I'm going to tell you this amazing story. talking it up. I mean, it's a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. You got to tune in next week to hear this story. It's a a fun one. So thanks for bringing the scotch, Adam. I really enjoyed that. The teacher's, what is it? The The teacher's Highland Cream. Teacher's Highland Cream scotch. We didn't really, technically didn't have a beer of the show. I mean, we were drinking Rolling Rock, which we've had on the show as the beer of the show before. It's you and I, one of our favorites, one of our classic domestic favorites. But we put a little bit of green food dye in it, so it was it was fun and festive for the day. Oh yeah! But the scotch really tied the room together. It was it was great. So thanks again. Can't wait! Can't wait for next week, man. It's yep. gonna be it's yep. gonna be fun. Can't wait either.